Hey, this is just Ben on the front end, here to tell you to give the podcast a rating if you don't mind, and follow it or subscribe to it on whatever you're listening to this on. Um, if you want to send us an email, we'll read it, and maybe talk about it on the show. It's uh, deadensigns at gmail.com, and we got a Twitter. Anyway, if you could do all that, please. That'd be really nice. Bye, enjoy the show. Simon & Schuster Audio Works presents Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> Famous for being a dead ensign on yeah. dead ensigns. Yeah. It's yeah. my biggest dream. I was dreaming of being famous ever since yeah. I was a wee lad, you mm. know. Because uh, I noticed that uh, you don't really have to work that hard, you know, when you're famous. I yeah. realized that, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're just kind of like chilling, you know, the actors. You know? Yeah, you kind of just work just kind of floats by you and you're like yeah i'll do that yeah i'll do that i'll just like do that one you know and it's like cool when someone like follows you home you know as a stalker you know that's like yeah cool, well, it's right? validating it's like, isn't it it's validating right it's like someone like wants to be a part of your life that you don't really want mm-hmm. to be part of your life so you, and yeah the police doesn't really do anything you report them but the police is like we mm-hmm. can't do anything until he does something right yeah, and then I'm he sorry, does sir, but going through your trash isn't a crime. Yeah, I know. I've been told that many times. Yeah, sorry, sir, but assembling a live doll of the your your like rubbish from your house is not a not a crime. I'm sorry, sir, but constructing a catapult in the street aimed directly at your house isn't a crime until <laughs> he fires something from it. He fires something. <laughs> It's uh, ca- completely legal at the moment. Sorry, sir. Casting c- curses at you from across mm-hmm. the street is not grounds for a restraining order. Sorry, oh, sir. Sorry. Tunneling. Unfortunately, your property is for everything above <laughs> ground. If he d- d- digs a big tunnel under your house, <laughs> as long as he doesn't breach the surface, he's technically not on your property. He's under your property. Sorry, sir. We can't stop that currently that one-man plane flying towards your house until it hits the house. We're sorry, sir. We have to wait until it's made contact (laughs) with the house, and then we will start to do something about it. Unfortunately, we can't do anything. It's like the slowest plane in the world. Like a... It's like a biplane. It's like a... You know those, like, crop... It's going to hit it in, like, fucking five hours. (laughs) Can you not come over and do something? I'm afraid not, sir. I was afraid, sir. Five out. The the fastest we could send somebody out is seven. Yeah. Either either way. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder what why Tails picked a biplane as a design for his plane instead but, of uh, like you uh, know I guess I'll go and eat this <laughs> tiny little bit of fentanyl I have all units all units respond <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a there, there's a package of fentanyl yeah twenty meters away from him yep. and he passes out and mm. he's like oh I can't do <laughs> oh. All right, everybody, gas masks on. Gas mask on. We got to flashbang the room to uh, mm-hmm. planning the fentanyl. It <laughs> is kill on sight upon entry. <laughs> I like the idea of like yeah. a fentanyl snake. You know, it had like a, you know, there's like a, it's like dust that turns into like this viper, you know? <laughs> He's just okay. into, like shooting it. I don't know. Yeah. 
Like you know, you gotta you know like in that Twister, that you know like, like it would be a, you know like yeah. in Twister, the, mm. the 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 Twister was like the tornado had like lion sounds and stuff, and it was like no, it was like chasing the the main character. Like it well, had you the, said Twister, and I thought you were gonna start talking about the board game, the which board I feel game? like is a more universally recognized reference. No, uh, I was talking about oh, who doesn't know Twister, the the movie about uh, tornadoes. But about yeah, you know, evil you, tornado that's yeah, alive. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like you know they like all like backdraft or something where it's like def- fire is like after you know the main character. Yeah, yeah like, when elements are evil. Yeah, so like imagine the fentanyl, you know, where it's like it it makes like a snake sound before it like that sounds bang. like it'd be uh it sounds like it'd be a drug psa <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah it's like really bad cgi of like yeah, yeah, this yeah. snake comes out of the thing <laughs> you know they open up a packet of fentanyl on this white powdered powder is it a white powder i've never seen i don't even know i don't, say I don't, white I, for I would, the purpose of it's a safe well, pretty bet. much all powders are white it's a safe bet, yeah, for it to when be When you white. powder something, it becomes white. This is kind of how it is. Can you think <laughs> yeah. of a powder that isn't white? Uh, cocoa? Cocoa powder? Well, no, that's just because the powder is coated in chocolate. The powder itself is <laughs> yeah. white. Right, I never thought of it that it's covered in the cocoa powder's coated, but it's white in uh-huh. reality. It's, uh, white. it's just covered in chocolate. It's like uh, saying a bonbon is chocolate, just cause it's <laughs> covered in cocoa powder. It's not. It's covered in white powder that's then covered yeah. in chocolate. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. were you talking about? Fentanyl being oh, famous. Oh, uh, oh yeah, fentanyl yeah. ad. It would be like, yeah, they'd open up the, the snake would come out made of white powder, yeah, and then it would take a bite into. Uh, no, this would work better for heroin, I think. Yeah, to be if honest, it, like, at this if point... it like comes out as like a heroin brown snake wiper <laughs> and it bites and it bites into the low like the a bit, like above the elbow a bit i don't know if uh and it's, it's her- like seeping the poison in but the guy who's getting bitten by the viper heroin is like yeah there we go that's the stuff because mm-hmm. it's the allegory for oh. you're poisoning yourself yeah course with that. the venom of the of the yeah. viper that's what will you know what dead ensign's grassroots campaign get heroin renamed to the venom the viper's venom <laughs> i like the idea that's how we get fame no that's like the our only famous thing is on the wikipedia page for heroin it renamed says... <laughs> introduced introduced of uh, a street name viper's venom introduced by <laughs> Star Trek podcast Dead Ensigns. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm Max. Uh, this is Max. I'm not Max. I'm Ben. Yeah. Sorry, I'm hitting. I'm hitting the Vipers. Man, I'm pretty hard today. Uh, you know, you I'm gotta ben. get this that confidence Max. out of somewhere. You know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is Max. Uh, yeah. This is Dead Ensigns, as we said, a Star Trek podcast. Yeah. Um, you uh, you can send us our uh, your uh, heroin story to us so we can read it. And yeah, see. Uh, assuming it's related to Star Trek in some way. Yeah, like doing the Viper's <laughs> Venom while watching an episode of Voyager or something. Yeah, I and you do, thought Chicote was talking to you. Yeah. Although like, saying that, I don't think her heroin is hallucinogenic, so you probably didn't think yeah. Chicote was talking yeah. to you. You immediately, as soon as you see Neil, you you hit you hit you know that vein. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm being sucked off by a million Neelixes. Yeah, exactly. You get like a very 
massive like panic attack as soon as you hear Neelix come in on the screen, you know? I think it's not possible to have a panic attack on heroin. Is it not? I feel I like know. the way it Can you not get a ba- bad trip? Bad trip? You can't get a bad oh, trip? On hero- no, because heroin's a painkiller. Yeah, it's it is. Just, like, mm. It just, it just, it just I like relaxes the, you. I like the, uh, the cool thing about heroin is that like back in the day, the way yeah. heroin came about was... Uh, they had morphine, right? Because like that's how yeah, you, like, yeah, yeah. that's how it was derived. It's literally they the, just they had the milk of the poppy, <laughs> like from Game of Thrones. <laughs> exactly, and then that's they were like, you know, like you get like nauseous a little bit when you take morphine, yeah, and like you get like stomach cramps. What if you like distill it again? <laughs> maybe it would get rid of all the side effects and they did and then they just put it on the shelves and it was just sold as heroin and it was it no testing nothing it's just like a lot of it looked like like meth being uh Created by the military and stuff, and like World War, they'd use it in yeah. World War Two and shit. Ooh, they'd be, be like, so... "Shit, this this is the fucking super soldier serum. We found the... it. <laughs> this <laughs> turns <laughs> our guys into fucking insane murder machines." Yeah, they yeah. they don't sleep, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they crave it constantly. They afterwards. don't sleep, and they they just go and they keep killing mm-hmm. over and, and they... over. Yeah. That's How the great. thing. That, that's why the Germans lost because they were on meth, yeah. but all the American soldiers, allies, that's why were, uh, they were smoking well, that that's weed. Why the, they were that's smoking why the that Jem'Hadar ganja, lost. Ganja. That's yeah. why the Jem'Hadar lost because they were yeah. so addicted to the Castle White the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. I had to bring it back to Star Trek. You know, the, yeah. the Well, speaking of Star Trek Picard, season three, episode seven, Dominion. Mm hmm. Dominion. They listened to our podcast and they named that episode after Dominion. Our... <laughs> that's what i say when i'm going to see a a, a kid's movie somebody asks uh, hey well what, what what movie are you going to see i go hey, i'm going to see dominions the <laughs> yeah yeah dominions 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 the uh, rise of Gru. <laughs> but yeah 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 but i can't yeah i gotta be honest this was a real nothing episode yeah i know it's like uh, they, like... they kind of um, they they laid a trap for what's her face, the lady. Uh, his, uh, let's let's do a sh- quick plot summary. Shrike lady, we can call Shrike, her Shrike, Shrike lady. lady. Shrike, Shrike lady. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of talking and stuff about possibly what's going on. Uh, they ended up making a big trap to capture the lady, the Shrike lady, which they did, and they pulled off. But oh. unfortunately, they made the genius decision to hook Lore up to the. Uh, mainframe yeah so and he was just like ah well the enemy of my enemy is my friend so he lets so he lets the bad guys out and then they end up taking the ship um that's it that's it she's alluding to the fact that she knows more about jack crusher than everybody else does some secret yeah but we'll find out next episode yeah they had to to really really bait that again they really really drawing it out Really drawn it out. Didn't it really need to bad, be. It wasn't a bad episode, but it was a. It was a kind of. Uh, slow, it was the slower one of the series. Okay, nothing really happened. Raff and Raffy and Worf weren't there, which is probably <laughs> why it wasn't really, a bad episode. It's funny. It wasn't at the beginning of the episode. They went like Raffy and Worf are out somewhere. <laughs> they're, they're out and they're buying some salt. Without yeah. salt. 
they're going to Costco and you know when you go to tell Costco you just kind of walk around and you yeah yeah you gotta get go lost a little bit place. yeah yeah, yeah. do some um, window shopping um but we also speaking of Voyager and Neelix mm-hmm. beginning of the episode little cameo, cameo little cameo from Tiff from our favorite from our favorite Tim Russ uh, yeah our favorite Tuvok uh, Technically not Tuvok, because it was turned well, out. It's a changeling. I don't care. <laughs> you, okay. you, 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 your mind blanked out the fact that he was a changeling. He died heroically in your yeah. eyes. Because, like, that's, is that what they implied? That he, they killed Tuvok? Because they have to, like, harvest uh, their I organs, I mean, right, I'm kind of like, from how much they've kind of in, incepted... Uh, Starfleet and the Federation. Yeah. I mean, once they beat the changelings at the end of this season or whatever, that's going to be like a third of the workforce is dead. <laughs> I don't feel like there's going to be some other thing where it's like, oh, uh, they stop them, but then they're actually all like being held in stasis somewhere. You're going to get reason. the Roaring Twenties now, you know? And they all let the... them out and they go, uh, uh, there you go, Tuvok, we captured the guy that copied you. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> What are you talking about? I don't happened? think... Because, like, we learn about the fact that Section 31 has been training changelings doing, like, sleeper agents. Yeah, right? uh, turns out the Starfleet... Well, they don't say Section 31 in this episode. Do they not? Just to be clear. No, no, no. I turned no. to you and said this is probably going to be a Section 31 thing again. <sighs> yeah. And it probably sure. will be because... Stout is. They don't actually say Section 31, but that's my assumption. Because whenever, nowadays, whenever they need a, a to highlight the idea of the Federation being a moral being... gray area, they say, oh, it's Section 31. It was them. Every they single one of the fucking new Star Treks is like, wait, Star- Federation actually might not be that cool. Maybe they're not all on the up and up. Maybe they're not that uh, high and mighty, you know. But yeah, uh, well, yeah, we saw. Well, so that's where the Shrike Lady comes. That's where all the evolved changelings come from. Yeah, because like, is is um, it implied that they like take the body of the person that they're like copying? Think, that's why I don't they think can... they take them. I think they kill them and then as. Assume. No, they, no, they don't. They suck up the blood because they the need the one that. No, right? no, no, be, no. Because the one that was Geordie's daughter didn't kill Geordie's daughter. Oh yeah, you're right. You're yeah, yeah. You're the yeah. You're right. I think it's so, just with her specifically. There's like the element of oh, I killed her and then I'm wearing her face because I'm evil and fucked up and I'm the Joker. Yeah, and uh, but yeah. So what? What do they need? What do they need Picard's body for and. Jake's Jack's the, blood or um, whatever. They made a Picard is under the assumption that they're going to need it for Captain's Day to do something to be like make it indistinguishable copy, right? That's what they a said. A perfect clone of Picard, I guess. But I so, but why? I don't think Picard has <clears throat> that much pool anymore, right? You can just what they're gonna just stuff him, put like a. Stick of dynamite up his anus, and I'm gonna put him in the in, in somewhere and explode the entire I'm fleet. Not, I'm not entirely sure. I guess they need 
Picard to be able to do something because he's, he's officiating the vet, the, the yeah. Captain's Day thing or whatever. He's gonna be... or first contact day. What day was it? Uh, it was first contact day, wasn't it? I think. Is it just not like Fleet Day or some stupid shit? Fleet like Day. That? that was it. Fleet. The Fleet, fleet, fleet. celebration. Because they get all the ships in one place. Because that sounds yeah. like a good day. Because Ram Jordi was like genius. This is not good. Like I told them not to do it. I told but them not to do this because it sounds like a really stupid idea. And then they said, "Don't worry about it." And okay. well, now I didn't really care, so I made a sandwich. And I then I went back to my museum and I sat I went there. To the museum. I sat down. <laughs> I ate my sandwich. <laughs> my I, sandwich. Uh, watched a little bit of uh, the TV from the year two thousands. Uh, X Files. X Files. Um, Buffy the Vampire the Slayer. Desperate Housewives of Atlanta. I watched Desperado, uh, not Desperado, uh, un- uh, from Dust Till Dawn 2 and 3, not the first one. And, and uh, that's it. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. It. and then you came back. And then he came. <laughs> so, yeah, they need the perfect Picard clone, and that's what they're going to get, I guess, soon. Um, yeah. I don't, no, this episode I don't, was kind of boring. Yeah, it was, was kind of boring, boring. they just... We just got like more more background on we changelings. Finally got, we finally got our very nice scene where Geordi gets to talk to Data in an emotional way. But they intercut it with Picard and Shrike Lady talking about bullshit. I don't care. Bullshit. About. We didn't care. <laughs> it's very lucky for the for the changelings that went on the ship that uh, that the law was connected and yeah. able to let the shields if, down. Otherwise. That would have been, would have been no problem, huh? As if it was some sort of plot controversy. <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, they had this the weird thing with Jack, He's where he telepathic controls. He, yeah, he is like telepathic. He can read other people's mind and then also talk to other people through their and mind, con- and then and also control- maybe control them. Puppet master. Them. I wasn't sure if it was just like he was telling her, but then he was also doing the moves when he yeah. was trying to get. Uh, they get in a uh, him and uh, Geordie's daughter get in a fight with two of the, the evil changeling aliens who are for some reason in like yeah. suits and stuff. I don't know why. I don't know why they way. like chickadee like ch- insect people. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't get know. it. I don't know. Either we'll way, they maybe. get in a fight with two of them and. Uh, Geordie's daughter is about to die, but then Jack, like, I guess takes control of her body to, like, mm-hmm. help, because he's nobody from the movie Nobody with Bob he's, he's doing Pacific Rim. Yeah, Paci- he's doing Pacific, Pacific Rimming rim. him hair. Pacim- he's Pacific Watting her? <laughs> okay. Excuse me? Pacific... Hey, you said it, buddy. Rimming her? But hey, yeah, you, whoa, pal. I don't uh, think that that but goes. yeah, and she's able to do dodge all those like pretty easy. I feel like she dodged like They're more, m- more, more difficult hits before this one. You know. Now here's something I want to ask quick. This is like a bit of a nitpick, but at the same time, it doesn't really make any sense. So I'm curious. Their plan is to ch- have the their plan to trap these changelings on the on the Titan. Is to have them chase Jack and Geordie's daughter around, and then yeah. every now, every time they go into like a new place, they like bring up a force field and trap them in the corridor. Yeah, it's like yeah, okay, that's a solid plan. Um, I mean, we've already established that they can turn into goo and seep into the vents, uh, which is what the one that Seven of Nine was doing earlier, uh, yeah. like, uh, uh, earlier on in the season. 
Um, they can just leave. But I guess don't worry about it. Uh, they're not doing it now. Um, but either way, Jordy and Jack, Jordy's daughter and Jack end up trapping themselves in the center of a like yeah. a three hallway conjunction juncture. Then we get like a, a reference to Star Wars Phantom Menace where they do the Qui Gon Jinn and Darth Maul. They do the stepping back and forth, you know, while there's force fields. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I but I was going to talk about the fact that they they trap themselves in that mm-hmm. area. But there's only bad guys down two of those hallways. One of them seems to be clear because they only fight two guys later on. So. I don't know why they needed to be trapped there. I don't. I don't know. They could have just like. Are you sure there weren't three guys? Maybe no, there weren't because they only fight two guys at the end. They both turn and they each fight one guy in the hallway. Yeah. I Fuck. I guess there's some. I guess the the, the intersection of just three hallways. To our toilet. The one, the entry that was like maybe. Open. Well, I was gonna say I guess on an intersection, if you turn on one shield, they all need to be on. Maybe that, but that could for be... some reason, which would be yeah, stupid, but you know, especially very... since this is supposed to be the most advanced ship in the fleet at the moment. What Titan? I don't think you got retrofitted, yeah, got... right? No, no, it's... like it's a, it's all special and fancy now. Is it? It's but a brand they new just, ship. Don't you remember when what LaForge comes in? He's like, "This is stuck with duct tape." And no, yeah, but no, shit. that's bit no, that's because of how how much they've had to repair since the ah, beginning of the season. Okay, yeah. Because they've they've been they've been running with like a skeleton crew and just like patching up as they go and doing a bunch of shit but, to it. But I would think that Discovery is the most advanced. <laughs> oh wait, I forgot it doesn't well, no, exist. Uh, yeah, no, it, well, it exists. It's just going to exist in seven hundred years from now. Yes, that's when uh, it exists. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't I, it's, a lot it's, happens. Picard talks about stuff, and everybody talks about stuff. And that's going to it. And then at the end, the Evil aliens, changelings get control of the ship. The I guess ship, we get yeah. explanation for the question we had early on about like, uh, where do these rebellious changelings come from? Yeah, like, surely they would just want to go back through the wormhole. the The thing is, is that Starfleet had kidnapped them. I guess. Yeah. Um, test tubes. And and that's that's where these rebels come from. That's enough for me. I'm like, all right, fine, fair enough. That makes makes enough can sense. They, can they reproduce? Can they like have babies? I guess they can have babies, right? Uh, changelings, right? I've never really established it. I feel we like there's yeah. probably something they talked about in DS9, but I don't really Cause, care because they sent you know they sent Odo out and stuff. But I wonder if that works in like some. They don't like fuck, do they? I think they just spit no. away part of the the ocean, yeah. a, little, a couple ocean. drops, and shoot yeah. them out. Shoot them out of space, you know? But, yeah. like, we don't... I guess they did the same here. I don't know. Uh, because there's, like, shit ton of them. Like, of the, like, insect guys. Yeah, I mean, they've the completely... Uh, they've completely made the worm their way throughout all of Starfleet. Yeah. You can't yeah, even exactly. trust Tuvok now. You can't trust Tuvok. If they you can't like, trust Tuvok, who can you trust? How can we... Nobody. Can we... We need to find someone with an insane <laughs> amount of influence in Star Trek and they pick yeah. Tuvok. You know, uh, yeah. because that the thing is that maybe they also picked Tuvok because he was undercover so many times. They people wouldn't think that like if he behaves maybe. weird, then they would. Or be they, 
or they're conscious of the fact that uh, they're looking for close friends to people on the ship, like uh, Seven yeah. of Nine and stuff. Like seven so of like, Nine. Let's go kidnap. Uh, let's go, like, specifically target the people that they might turn to, <laughs> but not Geordie. I like the idea of, like, Seven of Nine, you know, connects the connection. Tuvok pops up on the screen, and, and Tuvok is like, oh my friend and then picard runs in like panting and he's like did you call me <laughs> my friend tuvok <laughs> my best friend oh, it's, oh my friend tuvok <laughs> how many times we've had to share together having fun yeah is that right me. but that's the thing they don't know picard is just trying to catch him out they're trying to yeah. make him go of course yes, i remember spending many evenings with you captain picard and then Seven and of Nine goes. shoots him. Yeah. And then and Picard, Picard goes, I've never seen you once in my life, you Vulcan bastard. Yeah. I've never spent time with a weirdo like you. <laughs> when did where did you meet? Did you have a, a memorable Vulcans from TNG? Sarek. Sarek, yeah. And, 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 and Spock himself. Spock was, but... Sarek's I didn't Spock, really like those episodes. Assholes. I didn't like those episodes. The yeah, the Romulan ones were a bit like eh. Romulan. The undercover Romulan ones were a bit. Eh. They're trying to connect the Romulan and Vulcan to bring them kind back together. together. Yeah, I don't. All they needed was a big. Uh, uh, all they needed was a big supernova to do that in the end. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and completely and displace I... all of the Romulans. And all and a refugee crisis. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Vulcans were like, "Come, brothers, come, and then we'll make a a stupid nun clan." Well, no, the nun clan already existed. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, uh, pick, pick, pick the other path. Choose, friend. Fr- cho- please, friend. Choose life. Choose, uh, choose to live. Choose to, ma- uh, friend. Show must go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... I'm hoping they bring back Elrond. Just they got, got to have a little bit of Elrond in there. Well, right? He's gonna be a changeling. Not Elrond, Elmore. <laughs> Elnor, Elrond Hubbard. They got to have a little bit of Elnor Hubbard in there. Elnor, um, I don't but... think he'll be a changeling. I think they'll try and changeling Elnor, and they'll be like, "This this guy's fucking not to jack shit." No, because like they have to have a scene with Raffi going like, "I would never kill Elnor," and then you know. He like kills her or something because they have to get rid of her. So because they I don't feel like here's the thing. I feel like Wolf and Raffi. I feel like Wolf and Raffi maybe have one or two more big scenes in the rest of the series. But the fact that they've already had two episodes now where they're just not in it Where at could all, they have? Yeah, I think oh. that I think that they're, they're taking a bit of a back. Where could now. they have gone? Did they say? I feel like they said what they, they did say, went. but I don't care. It was something they had to go. They went to go and like talk to people. They but gone back to their underground shit. I think. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's the episode. We'll find out more next time. There's whatever. Thanks for listening. <laughs> oh wait, no, we still got like thirty-four minutes. Left. We got to talk about something else because this episode yeah. didn't provide us with a lot of things to talk about. <laughs> That's fine. We did other stuff. We watched uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's uh... that was uh, that was fun. There's a lot to talk about there. Like how um, um hmm, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was fun. And uh, oh, you know, if you look at the reviews, uh, everybody will say it's fun, but nothing else about it. Yeah. There's a big reason for that. It's because it's probably the most empty movie narratively I've ever seen. 
Yeah, it's very like simple. Any, it's just uh, like any. Like, it felt like a guy's D and D campaign. Yeah, literally. Like because like you know when some, you're playing uh, yeah. a D and D campaign, like when you're playing a session, you're like, oh, this is so cool, such a cool stuff. But when you when you listen to someone else's fucking D and D session, you you're feeling like you could, you want to kill yourself, right? So yes, it's like when people this... talk about their dreams. Sometimes yeah, it can basically. be a bit like. Yeah, all right, buddy. I get it. It was a uh, dream. Was uh, dreams are weird sometimes. You didn't like to tell. You didn't like the fact that I told you my dream I had. No. Are you calling me out right now? Is yes. that what you do? I can't <laughs> even remember what your dream was. Something about an elevator. I don't even remember what your dream was. <laughs> I don't remember your dream. Um. Yeah. I'm no, gonna I mean, think. It's like I'm gonna imp- make that dream appear in your mind tonight okay. as revenge. Sure, I'll let you know. I'll let you know if it happens. I tend to forget my dreams, but sure. <laughs> I'm, sure I'm um, just gonna stay with you because it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It doesn't quite have that same feeling of like a an actual play D and D podcast. Like. No, 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 definitely not. But it feels like... more like I. I think I said this after we watched it. We watched it with our friend Gabriel, who was in mm-hmm. the show before. Friends of the show friend of the Get, show to me try, go back for the episodes and try to find gabriel find, can somewhere you find in the him? background him. He's, he's there somewhere <laughs> you'll find him um, it felt marks. to me that there was a very specific concerted effort to make it not like a lord of the rings movie yeah no it, there was like one dwarf you know there was dwarf. one dwarf right at the end there were like two halflings two halflings see, and they don't look very good yeah they they tried not to have like this is the thing, folks. Yeah. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna do little like Hobbit people, yeah, God, I used force perspective. Yeah. And Those... and like and children from far away. You can't. Yeah. You can't. You can't do them digitally because they there's look a... like they look weird in this movie. There's a funny scene when uh, where the main like a barbarian, I guess, of the she was she a barbarian or was she a... she was a barbarian, a yeah. fighter because she didn't no, rage she once. She did rage. Oh, I guess you could call it rage. And yeah. that you know, remember yeah. when she uh, used that brick to fight those dudes in the beginning? Yeah. That was definitely a barbarian rage. Barbarian use. rage. But yeah, she so... had like the power to use uh, improvised weapons improvised with more damage weapons. than just one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that come on, was... that was a rage. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. She she like she goes to like old partner that's a halfling, her ex husband, ex husband, and she they like you know they shake hands at the end and you can clearly see it's like a ch- little child's hand that's shaking her hand. But the little hand. child's hand thing works okay. Yeah, it's more but... that when it's like you can see it's like a guy that's been green screened in. Yeah, and then set to like fifty percent size <laughs> is when it looks really bad. <laughs> It yeah. should be that there is a that her chair is closer to the foreground and his chair is closer in the to the in the background further in the background. Yeah. Bradley and Cooper and he sits in it back there, right? Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. I think it Bradley was Bradley Cooper. Cooper yeah. yeah, beautiful and mind, he, not beautiful mind. Uh, what's the limitless. limitless? Limitless. Limitless. He sits. He sits down in the chair in the back. She sits in the chair in the foreground, and they pretend they like try and match the eye line up and stuff. Do it. Like, keep the shot very flat, and it looks good. It looks fine. But in this, they're like, no, we gotta, gotta do them digital. A lot of digital, a lot of CG in this movie altogether. Yeah, there's a lot of CG. Yeah. There's, there's a couple some... nice practical things yeah. with like a practical monster or a practical like costume, you know, like there's... a dragonborn costume or a tabaxi yeah. costume. That's like, oh, nice, I like that. But so much of it is just CG that I'm like, yeah, washes over you. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just like, I don't know, like. D and D, 
cool it's like it's like an adventure film nothing else it's, it's a, a family action adventure family family film. action adventure it's it's uh, it's at the level of like that the like the first the jj abrams star trek movie you know <laughs> or it's just like it's got chris pine in it obviously but yeah. i mean beyond that it's like you know it's not like amazing but it's fun yeah well, what's your fun. favorite scene from the movie, huh? Huh? What's your what's your favorite scene from the movie, Ben? Um, huh? I, huh? I thought the scene where the uh, druid is escaping from the castle and she keeps chang- changing ah. animal wild shape uh, yeah. was very uh, was very exciting. I thought that was well yeah. done. It was a, a very nice, even though it was all CGI. Uh, it, it was what well I liked it. I like the first uh, scene where they where they bring the new guy to the cell and he immediately tries to sexually assault the character and I thought this is basically like the uh, first D and D session with random people we meet online, you know? Yeah. You just immediately get sexually assaulted, you know. You just immediately realize, oh, we haven't done a good job setting the tone of our thing. Yeah. Um, but it gets back on track. Yeah, it was a strange way to start. Um, <laughs> that, that orc goes into there and he starts making very uh, uh, hostile sexual advances on the barbarian lady. Yeah. But I mean, it's all to set up the gag that she kills him. Like, I mean, yeah. he looks big and tough, but she, like, stomps, breaks both of his legs and then smashes yeah, his head on a rock. Because they have to make him, like, despicable, you know? For yeah, him, he's, for he's who we follow from the very beginning. We see, like, a completely white tundra filled with stormy snow blizzard all around those horses trudging along and bringing this big heavily guarded caravan up to the gates of this thing they open the gate up right onto the portcullis of this giant snow prison and this guy stomps off he's big and huge and they have to take him all the way up to his cell and they pass so many like evil looking people that are all giving him the eye and they get up to there and there's chris pine and his friend olga mm-hmm. uh sitting away she's eating a potato and then he's like ah woman woman i'm in prison with a woman everybody like looks at the camera and winks a couple times like Mm -hmm. you know how bad this would be in real life yeah (laughs) in cancellation Uh and uh you know being (laughs) punished by Um, sexual assault basically for the rest of your stay but yeah and then he gets in uh he he gets up close to her uh but then she breaks both his legs and throws his legs uh you know i did like very early on there was a shot um that i feel like it would have been nice to do more uh but you know that first shot where the the cart is like pulling up to the to the front of that uh that that prison tower yeah and there's like an overhead shot of the of the gate yeah yeah I saw that, like, and I was like, that looks like a and d map. Oh, yeah, you're right. In, in yeah. my mind, I looked at I it, the way it was, it was quite down. flat and stuff. It's quite flat, yeah. bird's eye, top-down view of, like, the front of a thing. You see the objects and the different people there and stuff. Very clear. I was like, this looks like a Dungeons & Dragons map. If you were playing mm-hmm. D&D physically on a table, your DM would, like, lay this out and you put your pieces down. I was kind of hoping they'd do that maybe a couple times in the movie. And I you'd can't see, wait. Yeah, you'd have, like, some nice establishing shots like that that kind of yeah. lay it out like a, like it's a game. Uh, but they don't do it again. I was like, well, It's yeah. like um, they'll make a Hotline Miami movie and they'll do a top-down section at one Be all point. The first entirely bird's-eye-view movie. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. but, like, all of it. 
all of it is birds birds eye view. It's like the no, that'd be the sequel to uh, Hardcore Henry. It, oh yeah, the... instead of all first person, it's all uh, <laughs> it's all birds eye view. Yeah, be pretty yeah. much the same kind of movie as Hotline Miami movie. Yeah, is. exactly. Uh, death and violence. Uh, uh, but... but yeah, I mean the movie is just straightforward. Guy teams up with his old adventuring party t- team of thieves to save his daughter um from the evil guy and it turns out behind it all there's cultists because it's oh, there's always cultists yeah some kind of glitch and the cultists that follow him and they're trying to make yeah. zombies so they can uh um, create a big army of undead uh but their plan gets foiled because the heroes save the day yeah and uh the end and they're like thieves but they have rules yeah, it felt like yeah, they're they you could say that they're uh they're thieves, but they have some honor among them. Yeah, among them there's some honor. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's it. I'm, yeah, there's not really a big sequel hook, but I don't know if this gets enough money, I could see them making another one because it's just just one of those big Hollywood maybe... popcorn f- action fun movies made by uh Hasbro's production company and everything maybe... with a brand that you know. Chris Pine is gonna get get like go like insane like Vin Diesel and he's just gonna continue to make like, D D movies. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be his Fast and his Furious thing. His, yeah, his Dungeons and Dragons series. Hold on, let's uh, let's do it live. Dungeons. Let's see what the opening weekend was like. It's Monday now. Yeah, came out on Friday. Mm-hmm. What's the what are, what are we looking at for box office? Oh, let's look at some audience reviews as well. I'm curious about those. See what the people. Oh, thought. good reviews, right? It had it has good reviews. I'm I'm talking about Google reviews. Oh, okay. Yeah. Google reviews from people on Google. This movie sucks. It's nothing like D and D. The Dragons on Arm Thieves. I'm just seeing reviews. None of the encounters are uh, made balanced. None um, of them. Actually, uh, if he actually used that spell, he wouldn't be able to use another spell for at least three turns. Dungeons yep. and Dragons magics up seventy-two million global box office debut. That's not bad. That's a, dude, What's that's its budget? Quite okay, right? Its budget is one hundred and fifty million. <laughs> uh oh. Oh no. Oh. But wait, wait, is this a, oh. a world and, box you know, office, or is this international box office, or is this uh, America? Oh, like global box domestic office debut fuck. apparently. <laughs> China, come on, <laughs> go see it. <laughs> Meanwhile, John Wick Chapter Four on its second oh, weekend, weekend no. hits two hundred forty-five million. <laughs> but how was the budget on that one? Uh, although saying that, it was Dungeons and Dragons was number one this weekend. I think it'll pick up some more over the next two weeks because uh, it's the Easter holidays now. You know, it's family yeah, being it's like. A- Perfect I'm gonna take time. my kids to see some shit to shut them up for five minutes. Yeah, I hate um, my kids, and I just I hate have to... my children. I hate my family, and I, I I wish I was at work where I could yeah. silently turn off my brain and slip into the abyss for eight hours. Yeah, uh, but unfortunately, I'm not. I have to take care of these damn children. Yeah, I know. I'll go see Dungeons and Dragons. They like uh, Dungeons and Dragons from that Stranger Things TV show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the I'll only we'll reference. Go watch that. And then maybe afterwards, I'll I'll pick up a copy of the Dungeons and Dragons rules Rule book. from Waterstones. Yeah, yeah. Daddy, uh, where is eleven in this? Where's eleven? I thought Daddy, should be. Where, where's the demigorgon? Demigorgon. 
before they <laughs> were gonna have dragons. Before they were gonna have Varric in it. What's the name of the bad guy? In nah, the I don't fourth fuck season. V, v- Vedic. It's like v- Vedic. 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 No, Vedic. you're thinking of the Vedic from DS9. DS9, yeah. Kieran <laughs> uh, Norris, Neelix, Evil Neelix. Oh, I think no. I think I think his name was Neelix. Yeah. Yes. Abby, why isn't Neelix <laughs> in the Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> I thought he was in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. No. Um. Let's see. There's a future section on uh, on on Wikipedia. Yeah. In February 2022, a spin-off television series was announced to be in development. Part of a multi-pronged approach for television projects, the show is described as the flagship and cornerstone live-action series of the multiple projects in development. Oh, these poor people. This is for D&D, right? This is for... Still this for was D&D. one year ago in February. This is for the D&D, the Dungeons okay. & Dragons series. Maybe, maybe it just takes them a little bit, okay? You don't in have January to immediately... January 2023, like... it was announced that Paramount Plus gave the show a straight-to-series order and will consist of eight episodes with Entertainment One and Paramount Pictures, serving as uh, production companies. It will never be able to overtake Tulsa King on Paramount no, Plus. Sorry. <laughs> Tulsa King is the king for a reason. In an interview with Polygon in April 2023 on the potential for a film sequel, Daly stated that it was never our intention when we came on board this film to make a franchise. Goldstein commented that they uh, would most likely continue with the characters established in Honor Among Thieves if they return to the D&D world. The audience knows them, and you can jump into the plot more quickly. <laughs> and obviously, we have great affection for both the actors and these roles that they play. But we'd want to introduce some new figures along the way. Um, the t- audience knows them. That shit's um, getting canned. And They've made uh, just under half of their uh, budget... And bear in mind that you also have to like increase that a significant amount for the marketing that isn't factored into the budget of the yeah, movie. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, the... this, this shit is dead. They will maybe they will finish that TV show and then not touch the shit. Again. But uh, Paramount Plus was like critical role is making money on Amazon. We gotta make our is own D and D series, you know. Is and... it making money on Amazon? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, they're good. making they renewed it for next season. So yeah, oh, probably good. right. <laughs> and I did got it was reviews here? Do you want to talk? Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, for what? For for the indie stuff? Dungeons for the movie? Dragons. Honor okay, Among Thieves, twenty twenty three. Go uh, on. This guy gives it five stars. A masterpiece of fantasy. Dungeons of Dragons. Honor Among Thieves. There are rare <laughs> moments in cinema when a film manages to captivate and enthrall audiences, and Dungeons and Dragons. Honor Among Thieves does just that. As a diehard D&D fan, I was blown away by the exceptional job the film did in creating an immersive world that would appeal to both newcomers and devoted enthusiasts alike. Mm-hmm. This dude loved it. He wrote such a huge review. Yeah. The visual effects in this film are top-notch. The CGI is seamlessly integrated into the movie. One cannot review this film without mentioning the well-executed humor, which I must disagree with because I believe that the humor... Uh, uh, lacked the correct amount of timing for some of those jokes. Yes, yeah, as if it was a little bit too much cutting going on somewhere. A little you know, bit. And... I feel like I made this comment when we watched the movie, but mm-hmm. uh, to 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 mention it in in this, uh, I think at one point maybe this movie was a bit more comedy oriented, uh, and then I don't know whether it was a test screening thing, it's a comment from test screenings or not, but at some point they made the choice to make it. We're going to focus, focus a bit more on the action adventure. Let's cut it so that it's tighter around the action adventure and a bit more thrilling. And that uh, a lot of the jokes that are still in there uh, suffer for it, and they just kind of feel a little bit out of place. Um, 
this movie feels a lot like a Guy Ritchie movie. You know? Like, as if they tried to make a Guy Ritchie movie. Film, I you know, I no, I don't know if I agree with that. Like, it's it, the thing is that a Guy Ritchie film is better, in my opinion, than this. And sure. I feel it would have been better if it was more like a Guy Ritchie film. But the thing yeah. is that they were trying to make a comedy out of it, a lot more of a comedy, and then they tried to cut it into a Guy Ritchie, Ritchie film out of it. I got some uh, one star reviews here. Do you want to hear? Yeah. Me? Go on. Uh, this guy gives it one star. He says, a very, very current year slog. <laughs> I was as bored as I could be halfway through. If you want a movie that c- you can predict the ending to at the 30-minute mark, this will be good to, f- to you. Lots of cringe, though. Like when the girl ignores her father, making light of his life and of sacrifice and pain. Mm-hmm. This production is blatantly anti-male and woke and boring. Oh, yada, no. yada, yada. Downside is, it's cringe and woke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, you know what you're looking at. Here. Which, well, I gotta be honest, I'm surprised. Oh, there, was, uh, there wasn't as much woke stuff in there as I imagined. The quote-unquote wokeness, you know? Obviously, nowadays, everybody will complain about wokeness, even if it's the slightest tiny hint of yeah. something that could be considered PC. But, I mean, I don't know. I was expecting, like... I don't, know. I don't know what I was expecting. What was you uh, not, expecting? Not, like, a, not any uh, gay uh, characters. Gay I was expecting characters gay characters. You don't know, maybe... Like, Someone's gay. Thing. You put on pretty much any actual play podcast you can find. At least half of the cast is a yeah. gay character, right? Yeah, you get yeah, that hate, shit. I hate when people. Do hey, I'm that not when saying it's a bad thing. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's what it is. And I would have thought making this movie, they would have gone. We gotta have that in this too. That's what the people want. Yeah, that's our uh, demographic choice. They want, they want uh, LGBT representation in their own stories for Dungeons uh, and Dragons. Let's get that yeah. in here. And there wasn't any. I was surprised. Yeah. Not pleasantly surprised. Not uh not um annoyingly surprised, I guess. <laughs> but uh, it's like you know, just it would be funny, it would be like, oh, there was actually a gay character. It was the evil necromancy sword man that he kills. Yeah. He was gay. Actually <laughs> the the evil bold sorcerer woman <laughs> was, was a lesbian. He was a lesbian. <laughs> she was bisexual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. We don't want to go full full gay no, on this far. one. Uh, too far. <laughs> uh, what else? Let's, let's read another one. One star. It was a corny storyline. Didn't really make much sense. Could have left the Red Wizard people out of the movie. Would have been better. What? Uh, okay. So basically, uh, if you if you take out the central antagonist next time <laughs> yeah that was just um, what <laughs> that would be better thank you yeah also i would like to point out this person kept writing could of sort of could have uh, a bit of a pet peeve well what of a pet peeve yeah uh, another one star here bland and meh all jokes missed and it really dragged <laughs> draged sorry draged the reference where there but didn't save it there was there just wasn't enough of anything what i Hold feel on. like you're having and you it really draged the reference <laughs> were there but didn't save it there just wasn't enough of anything uh fuck no, let's give no. it one more let's give it one more let's give it one more and you this was the worst movie the only comparable uh ter- the only comparable terrible experience was my divorce hey oh wow Bazinga. This person, you know this person. My wife. 
You know this person's true. No, actually, this person, from the sounds of their name, might be female. Oh, Maybe the opposite okay. way. Uh, um, I, this person sounds like they're trying to get on like r slash Google reviews or something. Is that a subreddit? Oh, it, she. I'm well, gonna she, if she, they got onto the podcast now. They did. They can you be did proud. It. You won. Here's to you. <laughs> also, I'm now looking at uh, there is literally r slash Google reviews, the home mm-hmm. of funny Google reviews. Oh, nice. For example, the uh, here's a one star review of an Aldi. Apparently, kids love going here on a Saturday morning for the weekly family outing. They love going in the trolley. It reminds me of them of the cage they live in at home. Okay, food at good prices. See, that's wow. funny because it's like you're kind of reading it like, yeah. oh, this sounds like a normal review for an Audi. The cage they live in at home. Hold on, that's quite mental. Hold on, subverts hold on, your hold expectations. On a it does subvert your you're thinking a normal review. Mm-hmm. Also, don't understand why it would be one star because it sounds like the guy enjoyed enjoys it. Because it subverts your expectations. Yeah, right. Yeah, you think one star, bad review. Hold on, you, he's saying he's like it. Hold on a yeah. minute. Kids in cages. It's a bit messed up. It's subvert this. I think he's only having a bit of a laugh, though. He's only having a bit of a laugh at the end of the day. Report that review and (laughs) so report it, mass report it. Irrelevant. We're we're sending the dead ensigns army to after this person to report uh, in Minecraft mass report this review. Apparently, r slash Google reviews is top five percent ranked by size. Wow! Wow! That's. I guess tells us how much we use Reddit. I guess twenty one point eight k members, only five online. <laughs> Something's going on here. You should message them. They're all bots. All the rest of them are I bots. I think that might be the case. Um, but yeah, we did. It was made, a fun movie. They made them with those Google Voice phone numbers. Uh, but yeah. No, it, was no. a, it was a fun movie. It was fun. Yeah. It's hard to talk I about. Why do we have two things this week? One TV show, hard to talk yeah. about because fucking nothing happened. Second one, hard movie to talk <laughs> about because a lot of stuff happened, but none of it is like stuff you could talk about. It's all just like there was a big dragon that was cool. Uh, there was a, a chunk wizard, of dragon that was cool. Yeah. Uh, there was there was zombies that was funny. There was fight was like, choreography. You can fight see choreography was interesting. Right. I guess some of the yeah. scenes were a bit hard to focus on because it was just like a blur of like gray because of all the, think, like nights and stuff. I but. think that I think you're just like a turtle. So, like, your reaction time is so slow that everything becomes a blur if it moves too fast for you, Ben. I think that's the issue. Because uh, I have I no think problem following this. Reaction. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, sure. quickly they, like, bite stuff. They bite stuff. They see the, the, the cabbage in front of them and they yeah. bite at it five like, seconds later. Well, no. And, the, like, how quickly they, like, retreat into their shell and stuff. You mean, like, thing? a snapping turtle? A snapping turtle is a turtle. Yeah, I guess, but they're probably, like, they don't even rely on reaction time. They probably rely on some, like, feeling. They're, like, psychic or some what shit. Are, they're reacting to the feeling. Yeah, they're, like, but the thing is that it's, like, not re- non... Uh, it's, like, an external feeling rather than a sensorial sense. feeling like a, like a human would have, you know? It doesn't make any they're sense. They're ma- magical creatures. No snapping to or turtles of any kind, to be honest. You know, I would like to talk about. Yeah, the Tetris movie. (laughs) (laughs) We We haven't finished it. it. I'd like to just mention about how I keep saying it. 
feels like fucking babies. Because I, I can't, I keep thinking about it in my own time. It feels like a fucking baby sensory video. I keep, I kept every time they, yeah. they have these scenes. It felt like they had a, one movie at the beginning. They had a boring movie, and they were like, fuck, there's nothing happening in any of these scenes. What are we going to yeah. do? Every now and then we're going to throw bright pixel graphics on the screen to just show you, look, arcade machine. Yeah. They, oh, the guy said arcade. Put the arcade graphic on screen. Yeah. Oh, the guy's going to Tokyo. Do a, do the pixel animation for flying to Tokyo. <laughs> oh, I've... man. Oh, the guy mentioned Mario. Put Mario on the screen. So everybody yeah. knows that it's Mario. Look, everybody, it's Mario. I Fucking feel... hell. I yeah. feel like this story would have been, you know, or me a little better insane. told for a documentary, maybe <laughs> of some kind, rather than a yes, and a weird movie like this. You maybe, know, we had uh, like maybe remember like a, we we yeah. had there was like these weird editing stuff where they would like motion, then it would freeze for like three seconds, and then there was a cut. Remember? Yeah, there was a weird one early on that was because, like, like I wasn't yeah! sure if it was supposed to be like a an intentionally weird cut or not. Yeah, I, I don't know, remember there being any never, like that. Yeah, later on the movie, it doesn't happen. I So I don't know. It might be a mistake. It might not be. It feels weird for it to be a mistake. <laughs> it, it does, especially for like an Apple whatever production, you know? Yeah, the fact that nobody commented on that without... Because uh, that's like... People would comment on that. Yeah. But the reason why it's in is because somebody goes, no, it's intentional. Maybe it's no, like it's our... It's our... Like maybe our copy was scuffed. That's the only the only stream that was yeah. scuffed is ours one. Yeah, it's everybody else be... is watching this like really gritty biopic yeah. and stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know. We're watching We're... the one that guy is like, you know, Mario has his Luigi. <laughs> Link has his Zelda. <laughs> Nintendo needs Tetris. Yeah. Uh PC has Half Life. PC's got Half Life. Master Chief has Cortana. Jack has Daxter. PS5 has no games on it. Hey yo! Hey yo! Hey yo! <laughs> I didn't. It was a straight. It was like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, uh, the we saw a trailer for the Nike movie as well before the D and D film. It's like, <laughs> so there's so many of these fucking biopic movies that they just like they take the most like probably interesting concept. Like, I'm sure if you like heard the full story of like, oh, this is how Nike got Michael Jordan involved. It's like that's yeah. probably going to be interesting if you read it as like a LinkedIn post or something. Yeah, it's probably. like a paragraph that explains. Oh, did you know they did this to win over Michael Jordan? You'd be like, oh, yeah. that's interesting. But they and stretch it out to like two and a half hours of like the most boring scenes ever. I'm but telling they, you, they make all the actors look really stressed out all yeah. the time and tense. And, and it's like, and they like throw things against the walls. They and fucking smash stuff the and they yell at each yeah. other. But they're like just talking about like they're just talking about like rights law and stuff, like copyright law. And it's like I'm going to turn, I'm going to turn Michael Jordan into a shoe, and you can't stop me. And then it like cuts to them (laughs) trying to hunt down Michael Jordan to grind him up and turn him into a a shoe. You know, I like the I like the bit we talked about this before where um where the guy gets kissed by the by the Russian translator lady who oh, is yeah. in Russia. Yeah. And it's very set up to clearly be like, oh, they're going to take a picture of it and then send it to yeah. his wife. I'd really like the idea of the guy, that uh, that guy, the Hank, what, Hank Rogers or whatever. Yeah. Uh, has been since day one, since I happened. He did just like have an affair. But since <laughs> yeah. day one, he's been like, uh, no, that was that was a, a Russian. Uh, she was a Russian KGB. spy, baby. I I thought she was a translator <laughs> the whole time. She must be KGB. 
Yeah, she, was, exactly. she lied to me. You know, she, she came up to, to me, me. She kissed me. And she said, "Let me suck your dick." And I said, "I don't want to. I'm married. I'm happily married." Yeah. And then and they... I pushed her away, and she definitely didn't have sex with me at all. Yeah, and no, she must have been KGB. I was faithful, very much. I kept the, my I kept my uh, long straight block in my pants. You know what? I, how about this? Were you faithful? Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> the, my, the children come came. On. There was some Russian men that came to huh? our office here yeah? in huh? Japan. Why would they come here? Oh, oh, interesting. Interesting. Am interesting. I going to get some pictures? Huh? <laughs> Am I going to have to come to you and ask, uh, what's this? You kissing some Russian guy? Huh? Yeah. Because no, I, I trust you. and you I need trust, to trust you. Me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now okay. we need to now. remortgage our house <laughs> to make Tetris happen. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna go back in there with the guys that are directing the biopic, and I'm gonna tell them that was the story. That's what happened. Yeah, okay. Yes. And yeah. they're gonna put it in the movie, and it's fact. Yeah. I actually have to and go see. Uh, to Russia right now to actually, meet to with the lady to again to to uh, talk to her about this. Oh, you know? She has to sign a waiver or something. I don't of know. course. Either way, I mean, look, if you're really worried, you can come along, but it's going to yeah. be really boring, and, and yeah. she is, she's a murderous racist who hates Japanese people, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to come along, you can, but... Yeah. Oh, you don't want to? All right. I'll oh, okay. I was take cool. care of it. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. Take I'll take care of it. I'll, I'll take be care cool. of it. How do you feel about second I'll... family? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll come back dry. I'll come empty. back bone dry. You know, bone no, dry and back... empty. I'll come back a little bit, a little bit damp, because then that way you will, you'll know I haven't been sucked dry. Yeah, of course. But yeah, okay, I'll but... have a little bit in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched the Tetris movie, which is what uh, we watched sixty, we got, uh, like, like forty, sixty-seven percent of sixty-eight percent through the movie. And it was uh, I don't know, so far. It's not great. It was not great, but. Then we also uh, we uh, we played Battletoads on our arcade. We played through the arcade Battletoads. We're just describing. We had such a fun weekend. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But no, yeah, I, I mentioned it because to to, huh? I mentioned it because I wanted to talk about how like one of the enemies that you fight in Battletoads arcade, you grab their cock and start punching great. their balls over and over again as yeah, one of like, the ways to I deal mean, with them. It's a very rare type thing to do, but it's like, yeah, there's, a, there's these big guys, and the Battletoads are perfectly su- height, perfect height to just grab onto their cock and balls through their jeans and start yeah. wailing on them with their fist. It's more like a spandex sort of... Start uh, using them like a fucking speedball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then here's the thing. They get theirs because they get up and frame one, grab you, and start kneeing you in the face. Yeah, exactly. Kind of you know. But uh, luckily, you get you know in the, in the in the in the current day, you have infinite retries. Yeah, because that game lives. fucking sucks. Why uh, didn't uh, Why didn't Taron Egerton in in that movie say every rash has his pimple? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good reference. Yeah, that would have been a good uh, Battletoads reference. And he's trying to convince one. trying to convince Nintendo to let him make Tetris on the Nintendo. In yeah, Japan. yeah, you have disgraced disgraced this company. You gotta commit seppuku with this sword, and he does it. The Nintendo Blade. <laughs> the Nintendo, yeah, eh, eh, the Nintendo Blade. It's so bad, you know. That's where it's he goes so when, he, when he stabs himself and opens himself up and collapses, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's a movie, it's and a it was movie uh, about rights issues. So if you're yeah. interested in rights issues, <laughs> go the to town. Treacherous law of 
copyright law, whatever yeah. the oh, well, trademarks. Unfortunately, <laughs> in the original contract, you didn't really specify what a computer what is. What a computer so is. <laughs> you need to specify the difference between video game console and computer. Otherwise, they could take both, technically. Uh, let me tell you. Okay, the, I do this. I am let, Russian. I go and make new contract. That's what and you like. make you sign this or we'll kill you. Or get KGB to kill you. I'm Dracula. I'm gonna go to suck the blood. I'm going to suck your capitalism. Yeah, because uh, 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 technically you yeah. should be the represented as vampires because you exploit the working class. But I have the funny accent. <laughs> blood. Uh, 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 da, anyway. da, da, da. Hold da, on. Da, da. Yeah, so we also played uh, Peppa Pig, the video game on Xbox, which was pretty <laughs> cool. But like, you know, try to stretch out this last minute. Uh, yeah, we also played a uh, uh, Peppa, Peppa Pig. Yeah, for uh, like twenty minutes. And uh, you you make it. You your character is the friend of Peppa Pig. You make him at the start. Yeah, and he, then he runs around. And he runs around. Shit. You run, you, the animations just, are very strange. Very terrible. Uh, Max made me an MF Doom mask, which was very nice. They're three D yeah. printed. That was very yeah. nice. I've got that yeah. on my on my on my. Sure, uh, it was. My, it's it's. I got that in my trash can behind me. <laughs> and yeah, it covered uh, it in poison ivy on case. the inside, so when you put it on, it's going to just, like, burn your face. Okay. Well, that's rude, but I, I would argue it, but we're at the hour <laughs> mark, and we we've, we've didn't have anything to talk about for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> what do you mean Peppa Pig is important to talk about? Thank you for listening to Dan. <laughs> if you'd like to hear more of our Peppa Pig talk, um, email us, and we'll send you our review. The Dead we'll Pig our, podcast. We'll... <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll write up a review just for you, a bespoke review of the Peppa Pig game just for you. Yeah. If you email us and we'll send it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and until then, deadinsons at gmail.com for that. Deadinsons on Twitter. Uh, this has been Star Trek episode, Star Trek Picard episode three, season three, episode seven. Yeah. That we've discussed. Boring episode. Uh, I'm Ben. This is Max. Yeah. Any final thoughts? No. Right. I don't have anything for it. It's empty. Tank's empty. See you. Tank's ya. empty. Just Bye. like a Russian car's tank is empty because they're a poor country. Blue! <laughs> it's shorted out, sir. We're going to have to phaser it. Then what are you waiting for? Right away, sir. Faster would be better. I can't, sir. We don't want to... That's enough. But, sir, stand aside, Carlton. I'm going through. You're alive. Good. 